Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and... That can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic so that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it trust your gut with seeds ds01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash alana and use code 25 alana to get 25% off your first month that's 25% off your first month of seeds ds01 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash alana code 25 alana thank you seed for sponsoring today's episode of morning ray Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Alana or Lady, whatever you want to call me. Happy Monday. I hope your day and your week are treating you well so far. I know it's the start, but whether you're listening to this on Monday morning or anytime throughout the week or in the future, I hope your day is going well and that you are doing well. So let's just jump right into it. This week on the podcast, I have both Sarah and Jenna from Worth the Hype podcast. They are two Ryerson students. They're both like in the media 
Rome at Ryerson. And I think we have a really great episode in store for you guys. We talk a lot about how they got into podcasting, if they've always lived like a healthy and active lifestyle, dating, what's it like been dating their boyfriends, both long distance, long term relationships, and in COVID living at home, university experiences, balancing everything and all that. So until then, let's get into our segment. So my weekly intention is to focus on how I feel. So my energy levels, my self-esteem, my self-confidence, my moods and emotions, instead of correlating it to numbers and letting like say how an Instagram post does, or I've been finding a little bit of a trigger warning about weight, but I've been stepping on the scale lately too much. So not letting those numbers define who I am and what my mood is, but to better off based on how I feel based on my energy levels, how I feel about my body, based on how I feel in my clothes, how I feel about everything going on in my life and not to base it off of the numbers. That leads me into the tip of the week. So if you're finding you are tying your worth to numbers, whether it be how many followers you have, the grades you're getting in school, the amount of money you earn, how much you weigh, what size clothes you are, learn and practice to value your worth based on how you feel about yourself and how you perceive yourself. So I want you to write down every day in your journals. This can be a part of your affirmation or your daily intention if you're using my prompts. And I want you to write down something each day that you love about yourself that isn't related to numbers. So it could be your smile. It could be your drive. It could be your compassion. You're passionate. Or maybe it's your love for nature. Write down these things, at least one thing every single day that isn't related to a number in any sort of sense. And let me know in a week how you feel. Feel free to DM me or the podcast Instagram. If you notice a change, I would love to see if this helps you because I know it's definitely helped me. Okay, so this week we don't have what my therapist said tomorrow. But anyways, we're going to do Lanny Listen. So I pulled two questions that I've gotten recently. And so the first one is, how do you balance everything? I get asked this a lot from you guys and also people in my life and people that come across me. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know how I balance everything. It's a miraculous thing, but I will tell you some tips that do help me stay a little bit sane and feel a little bit more in control. So number one is to pick your priorities. My priorities are my health, both mental and physical. So that includes journaling, making sure I get enough sleep, working out or moving in some sort of way and making sure I'm having good balanced meals, getting my schoolwork done. School is super important for me. And then also leaving some time for friends, family, and me time. So I love to use my passion planner. I'll have it linked in the show notes, my passion planner, and I have a discount code to get 10% off. But having a visual representation of my week really helps me and writing it down at the start of each week so that it's front of mind of what I have to get done each day that week really helps. I also really love my Google Calendar. So yes, I have a digital and a physical planner. I like the digital one because it's on my iPhone. It's on my iPad. It connects to my Apple Watch so I get notifications there. It's on my phone and it's on my computer and I can take it anywhere. And so if I'm out at work or I'm out with a friend or I'm out on a walk or anything, like I can always access my calendar and check if I have something coming up, if I can't remember or it's just a really good way to also just get reminders sent to you. It's kind of like your mom reminding you to do stuff, but 
it's just Google Calendar. So I like to use those two things. Those really help me. And also knowing my boundaries and when it's too much. I've learned over the past year or so when to say no and that it's okay to say no to things and that you don't have to say yes to everything because it will just get too overwhelming and you're going to overfill your plate and you're going to burn out and you're going to crash. So those are my tips. Definitely pick your priorities and use your Google Calendar or your passion planner, whatever planner works for you. The second question I picked was what was the best piece of advice you've ever received? So this is actually about the type of advice that you would take. And I got this from my bestie, Noam Reader at Noam R Wellness. But she said, don't take advice from people you don't want to be like. So this can apply to anything in your life. Say it's career-wise. Would you ask someone whose career or career path you don't aspire or look up to for advice? Probably not. You would want to ask someone that has like the career path or has taken the actions that you would one day hope to take because they're going to be able to give you the advice on how to get there and the steps that they took to get to that point and how they perceive everything, right? You wouldn't take advice from your best friend who maybe hasn't been in like the healthiest relationships for relationship advice because she's going to give you the advice and based on the decisions and learnings that she's had. So Take advice from someone you want to be like, not someone you don't want to be like. This leads me into my last segment, my favorite segment, my current faves. And I have three things and I've spoken about these all before, but I'm going to speak about them again because, you know, I'm obsessed with them once again. So oversized crewnecks, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Guys, my merch is dropping soon and it has a little bit to do with this. So Really into the oversized crew neck. Specifically, I really love Kayla. Be well with Kayla's right now. I'm wearing her coffee before 12 crew neck right now. And it's super comfy. And guys, I can't wait to be rocking my own. But I love my oversized crew necks. They're just so comfy and cozy. And I think they're really cute. I don't know about you, but I just love them. I also really like my perfectly oversized crew necks from Lululemon. And I want to get my hands on the mega crew neck or whatever it's called from Aritzia. It looks super comfy. Next favorite, my hydro flask. Guys, I've been slacking on my water game, but my hydro flask is definitely helping me get back on. It is a 32 ounce hydro flask with a wide mouth straw lid. And this really helps me. I can chug basically a liter of water in a few moments and make sure I get enough water and it's super easy to carry around. I know that if I have three to four of these, I've had enough water for the day. And it also keeps your water really cold. So you can put like ice and water in before bed and then have nice icy cold water when you wake up. My last and final favorite is nail art. I recently got my nails done and I got this really cool nail design that I've been seeing all over Pinterest and TikTok and Instagram. And I'm actually in love. And now I'm set on getting my nails done fun every single time. Leah, my hot ass producer, Leah always gets her nails done really fun. And you know what? I'm inspired. Oh, and Sophia, Sophia Animato. She also gets really fun nails. So I encourage you to have some fun with your nails. It's about the little things in life, you know, like the oversized crewnecks, soon to be Lanny B merch, hydro flasks and nail arts. I just love it. But anyways, I'm super excited to bring Sarah and Jenna from Worth the Hype onto the podcast. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode and I think it's going to feel like we're having a little girl slumber party, you know. I think you guys are really going to vibe with it. And now to bring on Jenna and Sarah. 
Hey guys, I'm here with Jenna and Sarah from Worth the Hype podcast. Welcome to Morning Ray. How are you? We're good. We are so excited to be here. We're big fans of the pod. So yeah. Yes, we're doing great. I would say we're both all hyped. Um, all three of us actually are hyped for this episode. <laughs> yes, yes. So that the listeners can figure out whose voice is who, who are you, where are you from, and what are your zodiac signs? I love this question. I'm Jenna. Uh, I'm from Toronto. Well, just outside of the Toronto, the GTA, which we spoke about, but Toronto sounds cooler. Um, (laughs) I go to Ryerson and I'm in the media production program. Super fun, super iconic. And I'm a Leo and I know we have other Leos here too. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. I'm Sarah. I'm also from the Toronto area. Also a student at Ryerson. Guys, we're three for three here. Um, (laughs) I'm studying sport media with a marketing and economics minor. And I am a Leo Virgo cusp baby on the day that it changes. But I see more Leo in me, but I'm a cusp. Okay, okay. We have lots of Leo energy in here. You guys know (laughs) I'm a Leo, so this episode's going to be spicy. Um, (laughs) Definitely going to be worth the hype if we're just playing with a pun of words up in here. (laughs) We were talking a bit on your podcast about how I joined a sorority. I don't know if I've like really announced it on my podcast. So hey guys, I'm a part of Kappa Beta Gamma, sick. (laughs) But they're really into astrology, so I'm getting like back on like an astrology kick plus I listened to we met at Acme and Lindsay is super into astrology so we're just like vibing with astrology I know boys think it's stupid the guy I'm seeing like he like is literally like it's fake how do twins have different personalities um so you know you take what you want from it but it's fun it's fun I mean I I so much fun I think it's fun. I'm definitely like, I go back and forth between this is impossible and oh my god, I'm definitely exactly a Leo slash Virgo cusp. But here's a fun fact. I've had three boyfriends in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to elementary school here. They have all been Aquariuses. So I'm seeing an Aquarius. (laughs) See, I've been with, no, I've been with my Aquarius boyfriend. So my head now. (laughs) And I don't think we're supposed to be compatible with Aquariuses, but... I think we're semi-compatible. I don't remember. But you know what? It works. It it vibes. Yeah. (laughs) No, Leos and Aquariuses are supposed to work together because my sister is an Aquarius. And my mom was like, you guys are supposed to get along. And I'm like, honestly, mom? But yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I want to know what inspired you to make your own podcast worth the hype. I know like podcasts like now they're becoming more mainstream but usually like they're not like the first like go-to like platform like a lot of people go to like Instagram or TikTok or YouTube like what made you guys want to come together and start worth the hype? Yeah so um, we kind of not to toot our own horns but we kind of got in on the podcasting right before it really took off because I feel like right at the beginning of quarantine everyone not everyone, but a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, podcasts are the thing. So we actually started because both of us are studying a media-related, like, um, major. We started for the Ryerson, like, radio station. They gave us the opportunity to start a podcast, and we were like, okay, that's awesome. It'll be fun and a really good experience for us. So we did it there initially, and then we started to see results and really fell in love with it. So we decided to take it independently and actually like try and grow it as a brand 
Wow, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I remember for one of my pop culture courses, we had like the option to for our project because we had to like make like a media something um, to work with like Ryerson Radio. And mm-hmm. I didn't end up doing that, but some people did. Um, but that's really cool. Wow. That's so funny. I actually yeah. had that class like <laughs> last semester. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, once life goes back to normal, recording in the studio at Ryerson is chef's kiss a blessing. Like this studio is amazing. And I think that's one of the things I miss most about school. <laughs> and another fun fact is that we actually only knew each other for about a month before we decided to dive into this podcast together. So it's been kind of crazy. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. I guess I'm like one in the same boat because Leah and I, we had like spoken a few times. She lives in the States. I've never met her in person. And I posted a story back in November being like, I want to start a podcast, but I just don't have time to do it. And she responded in a week later. Like that's when we started talking more regularly. Like I hired her as like my producer. So... I don't know. That's I guess yes. And we've gotten really good feedback from our episodes together, like that we have really good banter. So I guess we vibe and it was meant to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guys, the best things in life just come up out of nowhere. I'm telling you. So there you go. You might have something special coming your way and you don't even know it. Yes. Okay. So you guys are both in the media program at Ryerson. What made you want to apply to that program? What is that program all about? Like, tell me kind of like what you love most about the program and what you would say to anyone who might be interested in applying to that program in particular or a similar program at a university or college near them. Okay, so I did not know what I wanted to do when I was like in high school. For some reason, I thought I was going to go into math, which... Now that I'm looking back, I was like, absolutely not. I was really intrigued. Um, The story goes that I used to love drama in high school. Backstory, I used to love theater, I used to love drama. One day I was watching the news, e-talk, and my mom looked at me and she said, you can do that. She's like, you could literally do that. And it was Cheryl Hickey on literally (laughs) e-talk. And I was like, I could do that. I could literally do that. And then that's where it started. Literally that night, I'll never forget. I searched up best broadcasting programs um, on like Ontario universities. And of course, the first thing that came up was RTA, School of Media, top 15, you know, film schools, whatever. So that was it for me. And I love it. And it's not just broadcasting. That's kind of just what I want to do. There's so many things. We have people who want to be directors, who want to be writers, who basically everything creative, putting yourself out there. That's what my program is about. And that's what really stuck with me yeah so mine is just a slightly different situation i'm in the sport media program so it's basically jenna's but more focused on sport the reason i applied is my whole life i was a very competitive athlete i went to a sports high school my whole life revolved around sports and that was like my passion as well as filming youtube videos i loved like giving speeches like communication media so i was like i'm gonna put my two passions together and go into sport media. I think it's an amazing program, but if you aren't like an insane sports fan that wants to watch sports every single night, I would say gear towards the media production program. I'm going to be open and honest right now with you guys. I'm now realizing that I probably shouldn't have gone to sport media because I love sports, but I don't want to like spend my whole life talking about sports so that's why I decided I wanted to get a marketing and economics minor because I really really have always 
love business like my parents own businesses that's what I really want to get into I'm gearing towards the sports marketing slash having my own type of media platform but like Jenna said it's a really extensive application process so I would say make sure you're really passionate and that you actually really want to be there because what drives success in this type of program isn't smarts isn't grades it is passion Mm -hmm. I I love that I agree with that what I really like even like I'm in a totally different program I'm in like marketing and retail management Ryerson because it was a college before it became into university a lot of the programs are still very hands-on and have that college Mm -hmm. feel so a lot of my listeners are American so the difference in Canada between college and university is that colleges for a diploma or a certificate so it's more of those like hands-on professions or it's a more hands-on approach to learning the material opposed to university you get a degree you get your bachelor's degree your bachelor's of like commerce of science whatever it may be and it's a lot more theory based but I find that Ryerson allows you to get like that higher end degree at the end of the day but you still have that hands-on experience in a lot of their programs which is super great and that was what I missed when I was at Laurier because I am Mm -hmm. someone that learns by doing Mm. and it's really important that you have like passion driving you because then it's just like school and you're gonna dread it and you're not gonna get to the places you want to get to you mentioned Sarah how you used to play sports I don't know if you still play them but you guys are both very into like lifestyle and wellness and I see you talk a lot about it on your podcast and we spoke about it on our episode on the podcast so have you guys always been into like fitness and lifestyle wellness or do you think this is something that quarantine or like within the past year or so has brought more out of you I guess you could say Okay, I have a really long journey with fitness and sports, so I'll try and sum it up really quick. My whole life, I was, like, soccer. I was at, playing at the highest level, and I thought I was going to go, like, full-ride D1 scholarship to the States. That was my, like, path. Signing season, I tore my ACL and meniscus and basically needed a year to recover. It was a very, very bad tear. So my life switched, and I decided to go to Ryerson because... I couldn't sign to a team with an injury. Mm -hmm. So after I tore my ACL and healed and I was at Ryerson, I was like, I don't want to play here because I don't feel the passion to play here. So I got very, very into fitness, like got a gym membership, started researching all about it. And then it was so annoying because I was at the peak of my grind. Like I was really, really understanding fitness and wellness And that's when quarantine hit and it was like, just kidding, you can't go to the gym anymore. So I've kind Mm -hmm. of had that transition to the at home life and tried to like carry it through quarantine as much as possible. Yeah. And first of all, Sarah, iconic. Honestly, I have to say Sarah is one of the main reasons that I have been so on top of my fitness and wellness journey, to be honest, because (laughs) I played soccer as well. So I played competitive soccer for a few years. And then once I got to high school, like I really didn't do it at all. I didn't really play any sports. Um, I played like soccer recreationally, but it was nothing serious at all. And then I just kind of didn't really pay attention to like fitness and wellness. I still like enjoyed like going on a run every now and then, but it wasn't like something I was super, super passionate about. Fast forward to university. I started, like Sarah said, just like I was on a grind. I got a gym membership, all of those (laughs) good things and things you're supposed to do. And then quarantine hit. But then quarantine was also when Sarah and I really started to like grind on the podcast and 
is when she really started inspiring me because she was a fit queen (laughs) and then shortly after we found Lanny and then I was like following her following mad fit so um I would say my journey started during quarantine and thanks to these two beautiful people that we're talking to right now are like the reasons I've really stuck to it and a few others but yeah oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's so cute it's so like nice hearing that you've helped somebody else find their journey yes it's very fulfilling and I get now like as like my following's growing I'm able to touch more people and I get more messages like whether I help them like mentally or physically or like both like with my journal prompts or encouraging them to like wake up early like it's a feeling you never really like would expect to feel and I think it's what kind of like keeps me going in my own journey and in sharing it with others because of the positive feedback and the positive impact that I'm having on people across the globe like it's crazy like I literally still feel like I'm like living in a dream so (laughs) that's amazing that you guys started to go on your health and fitness journeys I feel like I have a similar journey to Sarah I mean I didn't get injured but I grew up dancing competitively and then when I got to university I wasn't really like interested kind of like how Jenna was like in high school I wasn't really interested in like dancing anymore at school like I wanted like the full university experience so I started going to the gym on my own time and I started to really like discover fitness and what I liked and what I didn't like and playing around with like nutrition and everything and I experienced a similar like reaching a peak and then I got mono so then I was out for like six weeks and I like lost all my muscle like you literally like my muscle like fell off of me because I was just lying dying basically (laughs) but yeah it's crazy and I feel like a lot of people have gotten into health and wellness and fitness with being at home and like getting creative and trying to find ways to stay sane and move a little bit because we are so sedentary but I think that's great that you guys have had these fitness journeys so dating sarah mentioned that she's had three boyfriends since elementary school (laughs) but do you guys have boyfriends now are you on dating apps like what is your dating love life like and what has it been like in quarantine i want to know the tea okay the tea is i've been dating the same guy since grade nine that's the tea um where they're married five year anniversary (laughs) (laughs) is coming up in April and I feel like whenever I say that to people they're like really that's so long it doesn't feel long at all like I don't know I think about it it's kind of funny because we always say like we actually met when we were babies and we thought we were like so mature like oh we're dating and now that we're like heading into our 20s together um (laughs) it's a little bit it's crazy but yeah that's that's basically it for me and Sarah go ahead yeah, so I've I have a boyfriend. I've been with him for like two and a half years. It's actually his birthday. Happy birthday, babe. <laughs> we do long distance because he is in the United States of America pursuing a sports scholarship. So I'm currently in a long term, long distance relationship. Ooh. <laughs> which is kinda which is kinda I don't know how she does it, honestly. If you guys do long distance, good for you. Because, I don't know, maybe it's just my personality type. I can't. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> I've never had to do long distance, but I don't think that I ever could. So, 
iconic for you guys. <laughs> Honestly, wow. I've never really like spoken on a podcast about this, but if you first of all, like Jenna said, it is really about each person's personality. Like I'm not the type of person that needs like constant um touch, like you know, like the love languages. Yes. That's not one of mine. So and same with my boyfriend. We're both very independent. Like I like to get my work done and not have any distractions and like do my life and then hang out with him when I can. He's the same way. And honestly, if the love is like strong enough, you'll make it work. So it's definitely about like finding ways to still have time with each other. And when you do get to see each other, really making that time count. But if it's there, it's there. And you'll do anything to make it work. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I've never had a boyfriend, but I think I might be getting close, but I don't know. I don't want to jinx it. Um, (laughs) Everyone's always like, where are you going when you go downtown, Lanny? Like, where are you staying? I'm like, Lanny B, fit headquarters. Like, I'm not telling you. (laughs) That's so funny. I love that. You know what? Hey. Next next few episodes, she's going to be like, so it's official, guys. <laughs> I think it's like cuffing season right now. Call her daddy. Alex Cooper just got a boyfriend. I swear all my podcast gals are getting boyfriends. So <laughs> Valentine's, you know. Maybe. I don't know. Today's two months <laughs> since our first date. So we're getting there. I don't know. But it's fun. It definitely like has been interesting dating and quarantine for me. Um, mm-hmm. In the summer it was easier because like you could go to a patio and be outside or go on a walk and now it's kind of cold. Kind of have to like jump straight to like chilling at like their place. Um, yeah. Like I know Sarah you're doing long distance but in terms of like seeing your boyfriend is he allowed to come home either of you? Um like, are they welcome to your house? Or are your parents super strict? Like, what's it like? So this is where it gets really good. So my boyfriend <laughs> isn't from Toronto in the first place. He came here during high school to play on TFC. So that's how I met him. But he's actually from Ottawa. So when he does get to come home from New York, he has to split his time between Toronto to see me and Ottawa to see his family. And I kind of like go with him. If he's going to Ottawa, I, like, go to Ottawa with him just to maximize that time together. And my parents, like, he's pretty much part of the family now. So my parents are, like, he can come whenever. His parents are in healthcare, So it's a little bit, like, I have to quarantine before going to see him. But right now we're doing a four and a half month marathon of not seeing each other. So it's sad, but the summer is going to be really fun, exciting plan. So, you know, just yeah. have to do what you got to do. And that's the... The thing with a lot of people right now is just making do with what they can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that, like, for me, like, like my boyfriend is totally in the family. It's been a very long time now. I feel like my parents watched him grow up just as much as they watched me grow up and vice versa, like, the same thing with his parents. So we welcome him with open arms. But in terms of quarantine, in the beginning of, in the beginning, like, the very first lockdown, we had actually gone months without seeing each other so let me rephrase I have temporarily done long distance (laughs) I'm kidding (laughs) um but during that first lockdown we didn't see each other because my parents own a small business he had elderly grandparents that he was with and um so we didn't see each other and honestly that was really hard I do have to say and that gave me like a glimpse into the world of long distance but (laughs) yeah it was a bit rough but I think that we both took out of it that we don't need to be with each other 24 7 
to have a great relationship because I can admit when I was, especially when I was younger, I thought I needed to be with him every living, breathing, dying moment of my life. Hmm. And I really did not. And um, yeah, so that's something that I think quarantine taught us and well taught me because he I don't think he was ever really like that it was mostly me (laughs) and that's like a positive takeaway I could say from that experience so it's amazing um so in terms of like keeping contact and ensuring that like you're both being fulfilled do you like to facetime phone calls um what keeps you connected with your partner (laughs) okay (laughs) this is again this is where it gets funny guys so You know, we do the odd Netflix party. I think we've all been there, done that. We do FaceTime, like, before we go to bed. But I actually hate to admit this. I've learned how to play Fortnite so that I can spend, like, a little bit of time time. (laughs) interacting with my boy. Like, you know, watching Netflix together is fun. But when you're doing long distance, you have to find things where you can actually, like, interact and be doing something together. So every once in a while, I play Fortnite with my boyfriend. And it's actually, I'm not good. Like, I don't play it often. <laughs> but it's pretty fun just to, like, do something together. And it's more of, like, a joke than anything. But that's been my way of hanging out with him lately. I absolutely love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Sarah's like, I'm on Fortnite. I'm like, you're on what? I'm like, can we just, like, meet quickly about something? She's like, yeah, my, my game's almost done. I'm like, I feel like I'm talking to my boyfriend. Like, she's on Fortnite. <laughs> my boyfriend's on Fortnite. Maybe you need to get on Fortnite. Like, yeah. No, no, you know what? My whole day is, like, work. Like, I'm, like, 9 to 5, doing school, podcast, whatever. And then if I choose to play Fortnite, I, like, zone out of everything. <laughs> I personally can't be on, like, video games for more than, like, 45 minutes or I go mental. But those 45 minutes, I'm, like, in a different world just enjoying life, not stressing about That's, anything. Honestly, me and my boyfriend recently have enjoyed cooking together a lot. Ooh, um, it's fun. And, like, yeah, it is because, especially because we can't go out for dinner. Like, you know, that would be, like, our date night. We'd go out for dinner. So, yeah, we really enjoyed cooking together. I don't know if we're going to cook together on Valentine's. We might, but we also might order in. I don't know what we're going to do, but that's something that we've really enjoyed and is just, like, not nothing. Does that make sense? It's not mm-hmm. doing nothing. We're doing something. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I have one more question for you before we start to wrap things up. But you guys do a lot, as do I. How do you balance university, the podcast, your relationships with your boyfriends, seeing your friends, all of it. How do you do it? Give me your secret sauce of balancing it all and staying sane. I'll let Jenna take this one. I'll let her start it <laughs> of off. Of course, give me the hard question. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, how, I think that since um, quarantine, it's actually been easier to balance things because you have all this time on your hands. But what's really worked for me recently is writing like... Um, a pretty detailed schedule, like kind of hourly, I would say, of what I need to do throughout a day. So like starts with my wake up, you know, whatever. And I just block things off in like hourly times. And I always leave room like for relaxing. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to do homework from four till I have dinner. And then I'm going to relax for a half an hour and then I'm going to start homework again. So that's something that has really helped me. Um, In regards with like seeing my friends, It hasn't really been that possible. Like, my boyfriend's the only person I've really been seeing. But, 
with my girlfriends, it's so easy because I'm like, hey, want to go on a ride? And they're just like, yeah. (laughs) So that's good in that sense. And then with my boyfriend, we both are in university. So we just kind of work around each other's schedules. If he's like, hey, I have a crazy busy day today. I'm like, totally cool. We'll see each other on this day. And it just kind of works like that. But definitely scheduling and planning things out helps me with my day-to-day life and activities. And leaving time for relaxation, I think, is super duper important. I even, like, write when I'm going to work out. And every day, it's sometimes different. Like, I don't always work out at the same time every day. Sometimes I do it in the morning, in the afternoon, or even, like, at night. So just know – we talked about this in our episode. Like, going with the flow, intuitive working out. And that's just the way I like to do it. But I like to have it planned, like, the day before. That's really Mm -hmm. all. All right. Sarah's secret sauce. I personally plan out my week – like what I, I know like I have this do on this day this do on this day and then I make a daily plan every morning I always wake up and try to work out right when I wake up and then I try to do like a nine to five work like I try to get done as much work as possible between those hours so that I can have dinner with my family and then after dinner my boyfriend and I always try to make like an hour or so to hang out with each other and If it wasn't quarantine, obviously my friends would be in that picture too. And then, honestly, if you have to work after dinner, you have to. But I just try to plan out, like, ahead of time my week, my day. And I try to keep, like, somewhat of a routine. I think that's been a hard thing with quarantine. So that's been my thing lately is just knowing that I wake up, work out, do my morning routine, and then it's work. And then once I'm done my work, dinner and relax. And that's kind of my daily routine and it's helped me like stay on track with everything. I feel like I'm similar with the nine to five thing. I've never like really categorized it like that, but I try not like once dinner comes, I try not to work. I think like at dinner, like that is like when my relaxation starts most nights. Sometimes I will do if I need to work afterwards or it will be like small things for like my brand but schoolwork or studying I try to keep during the day and I think that's a really important thing and a key thing I've noticed in keeping balance and not overworking myself because I have friends that will literally study for hours upon hours upon hours and like drop everything else and I think it's really important to keep everything balanced I also like to plan out my week I'm showing my passion planner right now. Yes. Um, oh, yes. But I, have I like mine over here yes. as well. It's <laughs> my favorite. I like to like plan out my week in blocks and then like on a daily basis, like I'll be like, okay, today I'm going to get this task done or these tasks, yeah. which is super helpful. And that's great that you guys have that balance because I think a lot of university students struggle with that. And mm-hmm. quarantine has either, I think, for some people, helped in a way, but also like, there is no difference between like school, work, and home and rest. Um, so I hope that these tips help the listeners. But we're just going to wrap things up. So what is one piece of advice that either of you have, you can both go, and that you want to leave our listeners with? It can be anything. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go first. My one piece of go-to advice, this is, might be cliche. It's literally in my Instagram bio, just in general. <laughs> See the effing good see the good guys i mean in so many situations in the crazy year that we've all had as a whole the global effect of the pandemic and just life in general people are looking at the negatives but you need to look on the bright side of things you need to see the good you need to see the positive 
easier said than done but trust me when you look at the glass half full instead of half empty your life gets a lot better that's that's the tea that's the tea that's what I have to say <laughs> yes <laughs> okay I would I kind of have to give two my my one is that your best version of yourself or the best life most fulfilled you'll feel is when you balance like find balance in everything you do whether that's the way you eat um your workout the work to relax ratio in your life i think that just balance in general is the key to success the key key to happiness and overall just like feeling good and once i realized that my life completely changed and also like your life is almost a result of the things you surround yourself with if you're listening to influencers who have no positive impact on your life you're gonna start acting like that or if your friends aren't supportive of you that's not gonna help you in any way shape or form so I think practice balance in every part of your life and as well Mm -hmm. as surround yourself by things that will motivate you and support you yeah that's so important I think that we're all in this podcast community and Sarah and I have talked about this, but Lanny, I'm sure you can agree. It is such a welcoming community and surrounding ourselves and having guests and, you know, just interacting with people on social media that are like-minded and have passions. And that, that goes like in your social life, like social media life, but then also in your personal life, having a support system and people around you that support you and love you and want the best for you is is super important it's so important and I can definitely say that I've been in like both like areas where I've had like a support system but they weren't the right support system and they didn't support me in the way that I needed and to be the person that I wanted to be and I've transitioned now like since moving home from Laurier and being at Ryerson and now I really have like my core group of people that really inspire me and motivate me and keep me on that right path on the path that leads me to be like my highest self Mm -hmm. and it's really eye-opening so if you don't have those people surrounding you totally know that it's okay to drop friends every relationship has a chapter and if you need to do what's best for you because you only have one life and you don't want to be sitting here not being the person that you really want to be and where can the listeners find you guys plug yourself tell us your handles All right, well, we actually did a episode with Lanny on our podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you search Worth the Hype on Instagram, TikTok, like social media, we're Worth the Hype Podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is where you can find us. Okay, perfect. And then you can find all of our links to everything everywhere on the Instagram. So <laughs> it's a Worth the Hype Podcast. Yes. Perfect. And I'll have everything linked in the show notes. But <laughs> thanks so much, <laughs> Jenna and Sarah, for coming on Morning Ray. It was such a fun time having you guys on here. If you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps support Morning Ray. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. 
and choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.